Welcome, Army. We are BTS. We are an English language podcast for BTS Army. My name is Molly. And I'm Erica. And we're two Americans who just love the K-pop sensation group uh, BTS. And that's where our name comes from, BTS, because <laughs> why would you say no? And um, <laughs> we just love them. So let's get started. Let's um, talk about how we started liking BTS. Oh, and before we get too into this podcast, we just wanted to have like kind of an introduction of who we are and what we're going to be doing in the future. We're going to be covering a lot of BTS news, a lot of stuff that's going on in the fandom, maybe even Korean language and culture. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But... Before we kind of got into the nitty gritty, we wanted to introduce ourselves to ARMY because ARMY feels a lot like a family and we want you to know us and for this to feel like a conversation amongst friends. So that's why we're talking about ourselves before we talk about BTS. <laughs> so I'm just going to go kind of chronologically since I kind of knew about BTS before Molly. So um, I'm just going to say how I kind of got into them. Um I got into them kind of weirdly. I watch a lot of YouTube and um, I started seeing a lot of YouTubers kind of mention BTS here and there. And this was about maybe a year ago, a little more than a year ago. And I was just like, oh, who is this group? Why do people keep saying BTS? What does this mean? What is BTS? And finally, I saw the American Music Awards, I think it was, like a vlog of that, and they had performed on it. And people were crazy in the crowd. Everyone loved them. Everyone was like, and I was like, who is this? So I went to go see the performance, which was of DNA, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, they are talented. <laughs> so I went on a YouTube, like, rabbit hole and deep dive, and I really liked the song DNA, and I was impressed. But what really got me, which was a little bit after this, um, was Mic Drop. So I came across Mic Drop, the remix, the Steve Aoki remix, and, like, that song is, like, everything to my heart and soul. It, like, spoke to I mean, <laughs> everything about it. Them, the music, the 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 moves, the, the clothing, the style, the swag, all of them. I just was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is amazing. So that became <laughs> my favorite song all the time, and I played it everywhere and I try to do the dance moves which I could not but I try to do it I remember going to Vegas with my mom and my boyfriend and like blasting it down the strip and like being like you guys are gonna love this song as much as I am um but besides <laughs> going on a mic drop kind of like frenzy I didn't get too into them and part of the reason was because I was like you know disclosure I'm maybe not like in my early 20s or anything <laughs> um so I was like, you know, I'm not like, you know, I grew up back when NSYNC and Backstreet were at the height of their fame. And so that was a long time ago. That was about 20 years ago. So I'm like, I'm not that age anymore. So I don't know if I feel appropriate, like really going, you know, all out fangirling over like this group, you know, I'm supposed to be like an adult and chill now. Right. So I kind of showed a lot of restraint about it and I'm like no okay I like this song I like a couple of their other songs but I'm just gonna have a little dose here and there of it and then <laughs> so I was able to hold off for about a year and I just like would do things every once in a while and kind of watch you know songs and videos but not nothing too big right and then mm -hmm. my friend Molly came to visit and that's when I'll let Molly <laughs> take over <laughs> well I I had seen 
maybe a picture of them or I'd heard their name a while ago and I never thought anything of it. Um, and then even this year, as early as the Billboard Music Awards, um, an Instagram account, I think uh, the E! News Instagram account always posts from um, red carpet pictures and they posted a picture of them. And um, I was like, who the heck are these guys? <laughs> and um, I saw, you know, BTS. I'm like, oh, I'd heard their name before. And so I went to the link and then there was a little article and um, I, I, you know, I kind of read it and I was like, oh, whatever. I didn't think anything of it. So I told Erica this before that I kind of got out of the mainstream American music. And as she was saying, at my age now, um, I don't know a lot of the artists that were performing or that are winning these awards uh, because I don't really listen to like the mainstream music anymore. And so you know, I didn't really know who they were, wasn't really interested in, in learning who they were at the time because they were kind of thrown in that mix with, um, you know, people that I really don't know or care to listen to. And um, as Erica said, I went to visit her and um, I had left to go grab some dinner and I come back in and She's watching <laughs> a YouTube video and Always. it was, it was an old video of them doing, um, one of their dance practices to go, but it was their Halloween dance practice. And I know all you army know the one that I'm talking about where their, um, sweet little V is snow white and they're his little dwarves. And I'm just like, what the heck are you watching? And she says, well, this isn't typical of them. And so let me, let me show you a different video. <laughs> did I, <And> drop? <laughs> I think, I think you did. I think, so I think she turns on mic drop and just like immediately I was like, oh my goodness. We stayed up for what? I think two or three hours. <laughs> and it was not an exaggeration. <laughs> and it was already late. We stayed up for like three hours watching videos of BTS. This was only like three weeks ago, I think. And yes, this is not that long ago. Yes. So this was three weeks ago. And that just goes to show you how much of an impact they can have on someone in such a short amount of time um, within three weeks we decided that we want to start this podcast. That's how I started liking them through Erica. (laughs) Well, and here's the thing, like what I liked about, so Molly's reaction, I was like, I don't know how she's going to feel, but let me give her a real video to like respond to. Cause you know, you appreciate the rehearsal videos after you've like kind of seen some of their like real, you know, fully produced stuff and everything. And Molly's reaction of being like, wait, let's watch some more. And after every video being like, let's watch some more, really was like, oh, my gosh, someone else, like, feels the same way. And it felt like it was okay. Like, someone else, my age range, you know, my friend was, like, into it. So it's like, yeah, let's do this. And I'm sure that's what, like, a lot of ARMY feel like, too. It's like you're in this together. Like, you can just appreciate and feel this love for them. So, like, these past few weeks, it's, like, again, only been about three weeks. We have, like, we have fallen deep into the ARMY. Now, <laughs> what I would say is, like, even though it feels like we've fallen deep in terms of, like, oh, we spend a lot of our time talking and thinking about BTS, um, we're still really, like, babies. So I'd say we're, like, new Army recruits. You know, I wouldn't say we're, like, sergeants or anything like that. Yes. Um, 
So yeah. we're just learning who BTS is. And that's a big reason why, like, I wanted to make this episode because to me, this podcast is going to be a journey. And I want to see, like, how much do we grow with this? How much do, do our lives change? How much do, who do we meet? Like, maybe them, but also maybe other army. Like, what, this could be, like, a really cool thing in our lives. And I wanted to start here and just see where are we at when we're beginning this? What do we know about them? You know, what do we want to know? You know, all this stuff, because I think it'll be fun to, like, look back and be like, oh, my gosh, there was a time when we didn't know this, this, this or this. Like, wow. You know, exactly. Um, (laughs) So so right now, like, let's talk about how we are involved in the fandom, like things that we're doing and watching and um, and how we're actually involved with them right now. So right now I'm involved at a very like, I don't want to say low level because it takes up a lot of my day, but not very much interacting with other people. So I'm not like on Twitter. I don't follow like any like fan accounts on like Twitter or anything or social media or whatever. I basically am on YouTube and I watch, I search BTS and they also recommend a lot of BTS videos. So I watch like a lot of English subtitled videos of like their behind the scenes sort of things. Mm -hmm. Um, interviews and then performances and like rehearsals. So that's kind of like where I'm at right now. Okay. What about you? Well, um, that's where I started. <laughs> <You're> was <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> um, Army, I fell off the deep end really fast. Um, <laughs> I got a VLive account and, and explain um, what VLive is. So for those of you, Army, that don't know, um, you need to get a VLive account if you don't have one. Um, there are paid subscriptions, but most of it is free. And VLive is an app and it's a website and it's for all things K-pop. I don't have enough time in my life to focus on other K-pop groups. So I only follow v- BTS on VLive. Um, but it's a way for them also to communicate with ARMY. Um, they can go live. Um, and do live chats. They also pretty much record like little mini TV episodes called Run BTS. And they've been doing those for about three years now. And they also uh, do, it's, it's like a little mini series called Bon Voyage when they go on a vacation and they record the whole vacation. Um, but then they put out episodes, I believe every other week. Those are paid. So that's something you do have to pay for. But a lot of the videos are free. It's free to, you know, watch their live chats when they do um, do live chats. And you never know when they're going to go live. And it's pretty cool when they do. Um, but so I, I decided to do that. And I haven't really chatted too much with other ARMY, but there are um, fan chats on there you can get involved with. So that, that's my main thing. Um, I do follow them on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I haven't followed any fan accounts and I, I don't get on Twitter too often, but um, I set alerts for BTS. So whenever they post something, I can get on there and like it. Um, and they don't seem very um, they don't seem very involved on Instagram, which is the platform I'm most involved in. I got back on my Twitter and just and followed BTS. And so I know when they post. And so that's where I am. I'm, so I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. I'm not super fan, but I'm not. 
at the very bottom of the totem pole when it comes to like following what they're doing. So, um, <laughs> no, is that and, and, and that's, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's, that's what I want. I want that middle, middle ground. Um, I, I don't, I don't know that you're middle and, ground, Molly. She's, well, I, I feel like I'm middle them. ground. <laughs> well, she's nuts yes, over them in a good way. Though. I love it. <laughs> I am. I mean, within, like I said, two weeks, you know, I've got this paid <laughs> subscription to be live and, you know, but I just feel like it's another way to support them. And, um, oh, I also, um, downloaded all their albums on Spotify, mm-hmm. um, and follow them on Spotify just to, you know, be f- more familiar with their music and all that stuff too. So yeah, like I have a mix that I made because like I've come across a lot of their music on YouTube. And so like my favorites, I put on a list and I'm like, they're, you know, they've been around since about 2013 is when they debuted. I know they were in training before that, but since they debuted and so they have a lot of music. And so for me, it's like, it mm-hmm. can be very overwhelming. So I'm like, I'm just going to concentrate on the things that I like love the most. Try to pretend like I can. Right sing Korean along with these songs and then <laughs> kind of go from there. But yeah, that's where we're at. So we're really like kind of like new babies in a sense. For some of us, it's time. That's Molly. But maybe she's knowing more than some other people at this point because she's very dedicated and <laughs> everything. And I feel like I just like really enjoy just watching them and their personalities and how they interact and everything. Um, so with that said, I guess do you want to go into like what our favorite songs or what we think of the guys or what do you want to do? Yeah. Let's say like, what do we um, say a little, what we think of each one of the guys? We thought this would be a fun thing to think about right now too, because like, what are we going to think in the future? Um, so yeah, I guess the person you have to start off with is RM, um, the group's leader. I just think RM was the one who's, I feel like he's a really good bridge for like American fans um, since he speaks English so well and he's the person I like really gravitated towards in like interviews when they were first around because you know he can express himself a lot more in my native language and so he also seemed to be really funny I liked hearing that he learned English from friends and he just seems to have like a really cool disposition about himself like level-headed but still fun and obviously I love the way he raps and his style and I like what he puts on each of the songs and I love that he produces and writes a lot of them too so he's like such a well they all are a huge part of the group obviously I think he you know defines a lot of their direction and everything and I'm so appreciative appreciative for that yeah I agree um I think he's just a big part of the group in the sense that he can translate for them even though you know, they understand a little bit of English and they know some English words that he is that bridge between them being popular just in, you know, Korea, Japan, China, um, versus moving over to English speaking countries and him being able to maybe teach them some better English as well. So they can, they can relate or talk to army fans that don't speak Korean. And I just, I love his disposition. I love that he, um, exactly what you said that he writes and produces. He's written I almost every one of their songs. They're like had mm-hmm. a hand in writing almost every one of their songs, at least on this last album. And just to know, you know, his heart, you know, the UN. what they do with UNICEF and at the UN um, and just how they want to change 
their slash our generation and make the world a better place. And um, for, yeah, for somebody that's, you know, in their, in their early twenties to have that kind of head on your shoulders is just really crazy. Um, I know they're so talented and so young, like their lives are together. (laughs) I know. So let's go, let's talk about J-Hope a little bit. Jay, he's my hope. <laughs> he's your hope. He's Jay. He's Jay Hope. Um, I love his little intro. Um, but more than that, I love his like energy, his bright, high energy that's always just like so electric. Um, when I watch the con- concert footage and everything online, like what I love is that it could be the end of the concert and he's still like bouncing off the walls like it's the first song Mm -hmm. like it is amazing to me like the way he moves his limbs (laughs) the way he moves his body is just like (laughs) crazy like he can just he's like just like a little box of dynamite or something but on top of that he just is so happy you know he's always smiling always positive and just laughing and I just like love it it just makes me happier I agree. And this is something that um, I've enjoyed from V Live watching these Run BTS episodes is that he's just he's so funny. He is. He's always happy, even if he's like losing at a game or they're doing some sports thing and he's like, I'm terrible at this. Like he's still super positive about it. And he just yeah, he just has a positive energy. And it's not just like oh, I'm bouncing off the walls like I'm on like a high for myself of being excited. He's excited because, you know, ARMY's excited and he really is like a hope. He is, he's just positive light for Mm -hmm. everyone. His laugh is infectious. His laugh is, (laughs) anytime I watch a Run BTS episode and he starts laughing, like you just can't help but laugh when he laughs and um, he's always smiling and, you know, if, if you're ever sad or down about anything, just find any video of J-Hope and it will make your day better. Who should we talk about next? Who do you think? Let's go. Let's go with sweet angel Jimin. I was going to say him too. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> perfect then. Okay. So Jimin, I think when I first like started, you know, delving lightly into BTS, I'm not even sure I really like noticed him. And that seems so crazy for me to say right now, because now that I've amassed lots of hours of watching a lot of what they've done, (laughs) I just appreciate him so much. Like he has, okay, he's obviously a phenomenal dancer, but he has like an energy too. It's a little different than J-Hope's obviously, but like it's his own. He has a swag. He has this like a smolder swag and like this just presence about him that is just commanding, but in a, like a silent way. And um, he also knows how to make those facial expressions. Like he knows where the camera is. He knows how to be in the center and just like, you know, give those, if anyone's ever watched America's Next Top Model, you know, Tyra Banks always talks about smizing, like smiling Mm -hmm. with your eyes. Jimin is like, the Tyra Banks of the group, I guess you could say. He knows he's like the master. Yes, he yeah. is. And he's obviously such a talented singer too. And like he's a person that you can tell just does like everything well. I mean they all do. Um, but especially him and I just and he just seems so humble and so cute and like so like sweet, you know? He seems like really sweet. 
And um, I just am really appreciating him more and more, the more and more I know about him. He, he is. I think he's one of the sweetest ones, and it's so cute. And this is, you know, I'm trying to force Erica to get a Live account so she'll watch some of these Rung BTS episodes <laughs> because he's like, it's it's crazy because they are a family, and he his relationship with, you know, some of the older guys is just so sweet. And um, he seems like he's like a very um, touchy-feely person. He likes to hug, and he likes to, you know, like be close to people. And he he's so talented, and he, you know, all the articles I've read and things I've read about him, he's the most, like, self-conscious and the most – He's a perfectionist. If he does want makes one mistake, he it it really hurts him because he wants to be perfect for us, you know, for army and um just to have that kind of heart and to not want to be good for himself. He wants to be good for other people and he wants to make his performances perfect for us, not for himself. And just to be a classically trained dancer and the dedication you have to have for that he obviously puts in the work. He's one of the best dancers. Like I can't stop watching him dance. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, he knows how to work the camera and he, you know, he just has this presence on stage. That's really commanding. Even though he's like the smallest one of the group, he just has this commanding presence that makes you not be able to look away. And I just think he's a little angel and, (laughs) and I love him. I could go on forever. So we'll, um, Let's let's go to let's go to our our fave little grandpa Sugar. Sugar. Okay, so if we're talking about this, you know, podcast being like, okay, stamp in history, a stamp in time, just so we can like go back and see how do we feel right now. Sugar's like my favorite. <laughs> I just like <laughs> love him, and I think I love him because like I relate to him, or I just feel like I do. I feel like if I were in BTS, like I would be the Sugar of the group. Um, I feel like he's a little, like, grandpa-ish, and I know they've called him that in videos and, like, laugh at him, and he's, like, kind of, like, serious on the side, and he doesn't, like, say as much, so that part's different, I talk a lot, but, (laughs) um, like, even, like, when you get down to his lyrics or the story behind, more of the story behind him that I've, like, you know, seen online, he has, he just has this depth that I really, like, love, and also his flow is just amazing, like, Okay, this might be something for another episode in the future, but my boyfriend and I, we talk about BTS a little bit. <laughs> okay, anyway, and I, or maybe I talk and he listens. And I was talking about how, like, BTS is so special because they're kind of like this, like, super group of super talented people. And you have, like, these three rappers who were kind of, like, independent before. I'm like, the, this is, like, akin to Eminem, Lil Wayne, you know, and, like, g Easy. I'm just throwing someone out there, but joining, like, a super group, right? A pop group. That would, like, never happen here, right? But with them, it did. And, like, they have, like, the flow and the skill level of just to be independent artists that are really legitimate rappers. And Suga is one of them. And I just love his parts on all the songs. I just love his flow. I don't know what he's saying, but I'm like, it sounds so good. Like, you know, I can't wait till I can understand some more Korean and just be like, break it down, Suga. 
But, like, yeah, he's just, like, so talented, and I can tell that even not even understanding. I can tell he's doing, like, a lot of wordplay and everything and sounds and everything. And I just, like, love him. I just think he's, like, so talented, and I, and I love what he brings to the group. I love he brings, like, a different energy. They all have different energies, and I love his of just kind of being quieter but, like, kind of funny, too. He's funny in his own way, and he'll say, like, a comment here or there that will really make me laugh a lot. <laughs> and so I just love Suga. But what's what's great about him is that again you have to watch these friend BTS episodes because <laughs> they um they they're basically like a little mini game show and Suga is the MC a lot. He always says that he's really bad at games, so he always wants to MC, but he always has this input and he's one of the funniest ones. He has this humor that because it's coming from him, it's even funnier. That you're not expecting the things that he's saying or the things that he does. You know, it's it's funny if, if Americans only watch, like, the interviews that they do here in America. He is. He's just kind of sitting on the side. He's a lot quieter. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that he maybe knows the least English or he's, the like, the least comfortable speaking English. So when they're in America, he doesn't really have a lot to say. But when he's in his element, when he's, you know, doing these episodes or when they're on a, you know, Korean talk show, he has a lot to say. And um, what he has to say is really important. And he's very driven. He He's always the one, even when he's quiet, to say, we want a Grammy. We want this. We want this. Mm-hmm. We want this. He's the one to voice that. You know, even if the other guys are thinking it, Suga's the one to say, like, this is what we want. And what you're saying about, like, him being an independent artist, I also downloaded, he has his own album. Yeah, and August it's, C. Uh, and, yes, and it's amazing. <laughs> he's, he's such a great rapper. It's I think it's his voice. He has this very, like, calming, smooth mm-hmm. voice when he raps. And, um, <laughs> yes, yeah, and it just... Um, yeah, he's really talented and he writes a lot. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's had a hand in writing a lot of their songs too. And he's just, he's very driven and talented. And I think he just has a really big heart for the other guys in the group and that he's really um, grateful for, you know, being in the group and he wants to see them succeed and, and he wants to have a hand in that. Yeah, and I just want to touch on something, which, again, maybe I should elaborate in a different episode, but whatever, off the rails. Um, (laughs) What I was going to say, you brought up Sugar, like, maybe he doesn't speak English as well as the other guys, but I can also see him because I feel like he's my spirit animal, (laughs) Um, or not animal, but spirit (laughs) PTSer, because he's a human. Okay, anyway, I feel like when I speak in a different language, because I speak a couple, like, I don't like to speak it unless I'm perfect. And when you're an expressive person in your native language, it like is almost like so frustrating because he obviously is a wordsmith. If he's doing all these like rhymes and these like intricate word plays, then when you can't do that and you can't really live in expression and in the words the way that you normally do, then you kind of close up because it's like, I can say things, but I can't say it the way I want to. And he's probably a perfectionist I want to say it, yeah. verbally, you know what I mean? Like he always can express right. himself or as Arm would say, speak yourself, um, express himself the way that he <laughs> wants to in Korean, but he can't in English and that's been a struggle right. for me with other languages that I've learned so I kind of like I get that but you're right it's like personalities it's so hard to translate your personality sometimes into another language if you don't have like those skills so that's why mm-hmm. I'm so appreciative for 
RM and the fact that he just pushes through and you can see his personality kind of is the same. But I also understand how the other guys not being at that level yet. If you're just watching a quick interview in America, you're like, okay, whatever. You know, it's, they kind of seem like, right. No offense, but kind of generic. They're getting better at it and it's fun to see them like grow. But if you see the first like interviews from like a year ago or whatever, you're like, okay, all these other guys, I really like for RM. You're like, RM's my favorite because you just see him exuding, you know, his personality. But as you start to look at them in their own element, you're like, oh my gosh, they're all amazing. Like RM's amazing too, but they're all really amazing. And, um, I'm just hoping either to learn more Korean <laughs> or for them to learn more English or both just so I can get to get, have more of them. But anyway, love sugar. Well, that's a good kind of lead into V. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what interview was that? I think it was when they were on good morning America. They asked him what their favorite part of Chicago was. And he deliberately learned, like, I think he said like four or five words and like, he made sure he learned how to say those words in English and he doesn't speak a lot in, in the interviews that you can tell, like when they ask a question, I feel like J-Hope understands, like he goes, ah, you know, he verbally says like, Oh, and he shakes his head. Like he's understanding what they're saying. And RM obviously, and I think even Jen kind of understands and the other guys kind of sometimes just sit there like they have no idea what was just said. Um, and V is one of those, but um, V, <laughs> I love V so much, and Erica will um, tell you this. I wasn't a fan of V at first, just because his <laughs> his voice just was so it it was unnatural coming out of this like sweet little body of his. But the more that I watch him and listen to him, he is one of my favorites. He's also really funny, but he's he has a lot of energy. He can be kind of quiet, like he's. He's kind of quiet in the group sometimes, like if they're playing games or they're doing something that requires you to like to really think, he will sit there and focus on the task at hand and he'll think and even some of the other guys are maybe messing around a little bit or he also is horrible at cooking and (laughs) it's so cute and endearing and he He's very artistic, um, I think, and that's kind of how he expresses himself. He, I mean, I really can't, like, express in words how much I love V right now. Um, yeah, he just, I think V has that je ne sais quoi, you know, that thing that you can't yes. really put words on. And to me, he yes. kind of represents, like, kind of all of them. Like, he's, like, pieces of all of them. I feel, mm-hmm. and obviously he's his own person, I'm not saying that too, but like, I just feel like he just is a good balance for like everybody in a different mm-hmm. way. Like Sugar is a balance in a different way, right? He's like, you know, the quiet one or whatever, but I feel like V is like right in the middle. Like he's every, you know, like he's just a bit of everything and it's really nice to see like he's funny but he's serious he's hardworking. he's a great dancer he's artistic you know all these things like like you said it's hard to put in words it's like something I feel like you have to kind of experience like with V because it's like I don't know how to express like who he is or like what he means to like being as being an army but it's a lot you know mm-hmm. yes <laughs> I agree 
So let, let's go to Big Brother, Big Brother Jen. Oh, Jen. <laughs> um, maybe you should speak first about Jen. <laughs> For me, I feel like Jen is like who I would actually probably be in BTS. Like, I feel like he's a little bit awkward. <laughs> And, like, kind of, like, goofy, silly, like, really goofy, silly, but, like, with the bad jokes and the puns and everything and just, like, whatever. So I think sometimes when I, like, I don't, when I roll my eyes at him, it's not like, oh, I'm annoyed. No, never, never. It's more like, mm, it's Jen. He's being awkward again. But, like, I love it. And I also feel like that is me in a boy band. Like, I would be that person, like, <laughs> sort of looking a little weird at the camera sometimes. Sort of shaking my shoulders a little weird. Like, you know, he dances really great. Like, comparatively to compared to anyone else, like, obviously great. But compared to, like, the other guys, if you look really closely, it's like, you can tell that it's not as natural of a thing for Jin. And like, but that's what natural, like, I, right. natural, but like, I appreciate that about him too. You know what I mean? So like, yes, it's like, in terms of swag, is Jin at the top of the list? No, but he's like lovable and he's funny and he's got shoulders for days. <laughs> he is. And he, he's definitely, they're all my favorite, but I know, that's the hard thing. I said sugar, but then I'm like, but then there's people. I know. But Jimin, I love Jimin. And J-Hope. I know. And RM. And Jungkook. But but Jin is, he's like the dad. And he's the oldest one of the group. And he makes dad jokes. And he, he's hilarious. Like, his laugh is also super infectious. And he is, he's always kind of awkward, but it's endearing. and. It's, it's his personality and it makes like, I know we've, we've both said this before, like they wouldn't be the group without any one of these guys. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, and I also had read something or it was a video that Jen was saying he was having a hard time with one of the dances and he worked on it for 10 hours a day for two months straight. And that just shows his dedication and that he wants to be as good as these other guys. And even though it doesn't come as natural to him, he's going to try to make it look like it does. And he um, does and a great job. And he does. He does a great job. And he has really great vocal parts. And I and I love his voice. But, yeah, Jen is just, like, he's just really, really, really funny. And um, he always makes me laugh. And he, he has really great parts in the song. He has a really great voice. And mm -hmm. he, you know, they all look up to him and rely on him for a lot of stuff. Um, and they definitely wouldn't be BTS without him. Yeah, I think, you know how... Um... I was talking about J-Hope and the energy that he gives. I feel like Jin is almost like the opposite side of that same coin of, like, I think he, a lot of the energy he gives is more for the guys to help them, like, go on and carry on and, like, be a foundation and stability. And I think probably a lot of what he offers isn't appreciated, even though, like, it is, obviously. We love the way he sings. We love the way he dances. He's super talented, so I'm not even saying that. But I'm saying I think there's even more behind what we even get for like what he does for the group, you know? And um, that's just right, my sense right. from him. It's that like, he's like a lot of the glue, I yeah. think. Um, yeah, that holds it together. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, so Molly is, we're laughing knowingly because even though they're all our favorite, Molly has a 
special place in her heart for the last number we're going to talk about, who is Jungkook. Maybe I should talk first because I don't yes. even know what Molly's going to say. So <laughs> Jungkook is another one that when I first was watching BTS or getting into them initially, I didn't really notice. You know, I was just like noticing some of the other guys a bit more. He kind of like, I wouldn't say faded to the background, but you know, it's just kind of like, oh, there's RM. Oh, like the rappers I really noticed and, you know. But as Molly and I kind of went, started watching their live performances, I was like really kind of like amazed and taken aback by Jungkook. They're like, he had this energy and like this way of looking at the camera, no matter where it was, where it's like, oh, wow, like this guy. And I know they said this about Jimin and Jimin has this too. But like Jungkook was like, I was like, I'm noticing him. I'm seeing him like, OK, and he's really talented. And the more I knew about him, the more I was just like impressed by him. I mean, what else can you say? He's a great. I mean, they're all I, I feel like it's repetitive saying, oh, he's a great dancer. He's a great singer. I mean, they all are. But like in different ways, you know, he has a swag to him. That's what I think I really love. He, there's something about him that's just cool. You know, he's very just laid back, you know, and quiet, but you can also tell he works hard and he cares about things. He's just cool. Like, I just think he brings a really big cool factor to the group. He's also like glue in another sense. I think in a more visible sense, he's like that center star, um, that sinner guy who's like mm-hmm. usually the middle of things. He's holding down a lot of the songs. He's just, he does a lot. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. how can you not love Jungkook? I mean, I mean, what else can you, can you say? <laughs> she likes a lot. <laughs> well, Jungkook, if you ever are listening to this, <laughs> just know that I'm here. Um, Molly Fingal. I'm single. Um, Jungkook is, I mean, I, you know, Erica, this, I'll put it this way. Um, Erica said something to me earlier about if any of us army ever had the opportunity to date any one of these guys, we would take the chance. Right. Um, and she said, what if there was a guy that looked like Jungkook, but it wasn't him. I said, you know what? It's not even his looks that, I like. Obviously, he's attractive, but I'm drawn to him as a person overall. And the more that I not only watch like their performances, what Erica said, like how how he knows where the camera is at all times and how he dances and and how um, he is kind of like the solidifier of the group, like right there in the middle. It's watching all these other videos of how he is with the other guys, different things that he says, like what he thinks he means to the group and to army. I came into the V life thing a little, you know, a little late, like I said, about two weeks ago. And, uh, Oh, so um, like about day three of liking BTS (laughs) a little late. Yes. (laughs) But, but in, in terms of, of V live, it's been around for, you know, a few years now, but Jungkook had done a live chat, let's say like three days before, um, and then, and they record it. So you get to see it later, uh, which is nice because you can see the English subtitles. And there was another live chat that he had done and he couldn't sleep. And he said, he said, you know, I missed you guys. I missed army and I wanted to talk to you. And he makes things so personal. And there was one point he, you know, ask collectively, 
what are you guys doing? What are you up to? Said I think about that sometimes. What are you guys doing in your day? Honestly, like I don't know any American artist, period, not just a boy band, like period, that is so invested in their fan base that mm-hmm. they're legitimately interested in like what you're eating that day or where you work or what you're doing at that moment in time. Yes. You know, it's like they might be interested to maybe know their uh, like demographics, but not necessarily what one individual person like I feel like Jungkook whether it was five people or five million people watching his live chat he would still have done it for the same amount of time asked the same questions and been as invested in it because he truly they all do but he does everything for ARMY and we'll go into this later but because it's so fresh right now um, he injured himself today or tonight, mm-hmm. whatever the, the timeline is. And he still went out and performed. He had to sit on a stool, but he still went out there. And I feel like there's a lot of other artists that wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't have wanted to do that because it would have taken down the cool factor. Like, oh, I have to sit on this stool and do this. Or it would have hurt their pride a lot. But he wanted to go out there and sing and perform for ARMY. So he did what he could to the best of his ability. And that was going out and sitting on a stool and, you know, still singing his parts while all the other guys are next to him dancing, which is what he's great at and loves to do. I know you want to, you want to add to it, but also I want to say he, they always say he's good at everything, but he's not good at everything. And it's awesome because it like humbles him and it shows the other guys and it shows us, it shows army that they're all human. Mm-hmm. We see how amazing they are on stage, how great they can dance. This goes for all of them, but especially got Jungkook when everyone always says like, he's great at everything when they're not good at something. It just makes me feel like, Hey, they're human. Just like me, even though they're really good at this stuff, they work hard at that. And I might actually be better at them than them at like a game or sports or, or something like that because they're human and they want to relay that. And I think that's why they do their run BTS and they do their Bon Voyage stuff and they put out all these videos for, for the fans to show like, we're just like you and we want you guys to feel that. So you will continue to support us and like go on our journey with us. And yeah. I, I mean, go on forever, so. I know you could because you love him. But, like, even what you're saying, like, just speaks to why I love BTS so much. Like, obviously, music, banging beats, dance moves, talent, and whatever. But then it goes beyond that, you know? And, I mean, that would be enough, to be honest. That would be enough because they're super talented in that, you know? They're in their element. Like, what they do is quality. Like, I just love it. Like, any the reason I can like be addicted and watch all these performances all the time is because like they bring their all and their everything to whatever they do. And like, I I feel like I'm getting emotional, but you know, they're just so inspiring in that sense. Like they just make me happier Mm -hmm. and they make me like, just realize there's more possibilities in life. Like there's just like, there's just more. And like, you can live at a different like level of life. You know, they work hard and like you, you touched on them being human. And I love that. I love that about them. They're not trying to be like perfect. They're not trying to like, 
they're just being themselves. And I know that's their album and their theme, but like mm-hmm. seeing it in action is just like so inspiring. And that's why I just love each of them. And I know I said like, oh, my favorite right now is the, you know, Sugar, or blah, 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 blah. But it seriously changes because I just have an appreciation and a love for like all of them and what they do. And again, that they're just living in their purpose, living in their purpose, doing what <laughs> they're meant to do. And that's what get like makes my day brighter. It makes my life better and gives me yeah. something that I just really love and enjoy and look forward to because they're just being themselves and killing it. I agree 100%. And I, and I know we were going to kind of talk about some other things, but I think that's a great lead into like what are her hopes for the future of this podcast and upcoming episodes is going to be because of how they they make us feel and like this isn't just something that was quickly irrationally decided like oh let's just do a bts podcast like we put a lot of thought into this and why we want to do this and you know we're both you know the same age and have gone through some similar things and are in kind of the same place in our life right now and what bts has meant to us even in a short amount of time has led us to do this and um i know for me i hope that we can bring that message to other people that we can just help them you know not only be big in korea or overseas but bring that message to the states where i really think that it needs to be of loving yourself and loving others and being you know mm-hmm. kind of bringing that korean culture of love and family um to the states and to the and to light and you know not having it be so foreign to us and you know i know this has been a longer intro episode but you know we hope that in the future we'll just be able to have kind of like we did today just have a conversation with friends and that you know army feels like they can relate to what we have to say and that you guys love them just as much as we do in the same ways yeah i mean i think you said it perfectly like that's really what our hope is like i mean i have some specific dreams too (laughs) which i was like (laughs) let me put them in the first episode so if they do come true it could be like oh my gosh we never imagined that this would happen Obviously, well, you know, you know, yeah. Well, let let's let us let us say those specific dreams because, um, you know, if if you don't dream it, if you don't think it, if you don't go for it, it's never gonna happen. So yeah. So I mean, one of the things that obviously I want to do is like I just, you know, I want to create community and like maybe meet other you know like-minded BTS fans, armies, you know, who could become friends, like. I think that would be amazing to start other connections beyond even like our circle, um, the, make the conversation even mm-hmm. bigger. And I think that would just be fun, like to have something that you like kind of have in common and share with it. And just to like 
for instance, Molly and I are both also Harry Potter fans. And that's, like, a big community that's really fun to be a part of. And to, like, be like, oh, what house are you in? And Mm -hmm. wearing your shirts and, like, loving anything related to it. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really fun to have something new and fresh and exciting that's different, too, and has other elements to it. And hopefully that can mean, like, connecting with other people at some point, too, you know? And um, understanding and sharing stories about, like, other people, like, how BTS affected them, you know? Um, And that's where the podcast again Mm -hmm. becomes a conversation but in addition to that another goal i have is i definitely want us to see bts one day in terms of seeing them in concert we've never seen them live and that's like a Mm -hmm. dream but how can you not want it like after you see them perform you're just like i need to see them live even my boyfriend he doesn't like fan out about anything he's just like whatever you know but he'll watch the performances like with me and he's like I would go to a concert of theirs. He's like, they would put on such a good concert. He's like, they're so, you know, they have, you know, such good stage presence and, you know, stuff like that. And so he likes them too, you know, and um, that's because they're just purely talented. So at least once in my life, I don't know when it will be, but I want to see them live and I want to not be like in the nosebleeds. (laughs) And then I was going to say my other, my last really big goal for this is to obviously one day get to meet them and be careful what you wish for, because I might, like, meet them and, like, be so spazzy and be like, rah, rah, rah. Um, so maybe it shouldn't be anytime soon, so I can just, like, figure out what I'm going to say and do, and maybe I can still learn some Korean before I meet them, so I can, like, really talk to them, but that would be a goal, so just putting it out there, don't, that's not the reason, reason that I'm doing this podcast, I just want to talk about them every day and have a reason for them to be the center of my day. Right, Um, I think our ultimate goal is to have an outlet for us to put our obsession to good use, I would say, and, and maybe bring, you know, like I was saying, bring their message to other people, obviously, we would love to meet them at some point. Um, definitely going to a concert is is a goal of this. And, you know, hopefully meeting other ARMY, you know, and that you're our listeners and that we would get to meet you at these concerts would be amazing. And to, you know, to grow that fan base and friend base and just to have, you know, collective-minded people being able to talk about the same thing. Um, but then, yeah, meeting, <laughs> meeting them would be is the dream. It's it's not the goal. It's it's the dream. And yeah. we all have that dream. And I know a lot of you have gotten to meet them before um, and have been to their concerts. Just know that you're all better people for having been able to do that. And, you know, we're going to get there one day. So we um, we hope you'll go along with us on that journey yes. and get to listen and and hear how all of that goes when that does happen so yeah you'll hear it first um (laughs) uh, but yeah and that's that's another thing I didn't mention but I just really hope like that for people to enjoy this I mean obviously we're enjoying talking obviously we want a reason to talk about BTS every day of our lives but obviously we hope that if you're listening you're enjoying you're having fun and yeah that you'll be here for this journey as we like learn more about them as we grow alongside them and the crazy thing is that like they do so much and they talk to their army and i feel like they feel connected even without being able to speak to us individually or know us and it's like we feel like we know them and they know us and it's like this weird collective bond that 
you just have. And I've never really experienced mm-hmm. anything like this in my life. So I think it's just really fun to honor that and to just see where it takes us. I mean, so yeah, in life, why say no when you could say BT? Yeah. BT, yes. This is a little bit of a new thing for us. So as it's at the beginning, we're just going to find our groove. We're going to find what works for us. And you'll be along for this journey again, like we said. We hope that you'll join us for our next episode. Until the next time, I guess, love yourself. Yes. Thank you, Army. We love you.